You are listening to a podcast from Mercury International. Andrew Rathbone interviews Richard Hyam, International Sector Head, Finance and Professional Services, about working out your preferred approach to relationship management and how you can add real value. Richard, from our previous discussions, I have um, a clear view on some of the tasks facing the relationship manager. What I'm less clear on is who is this uh, this person? What sort of attributes and characteristics would they have? If I had to choose one attribute, Andrew, it would be relevant. I think that's the most important thing that a relationship manager needs to be. Relevant to the company, relevant to the relationship team, relevant to the customer. But within that, there's huge variety. I was working earlier this year with a train leasing business. And for the first time ever, I was with a group of relationship managers where nobody in the room had a sales background. That is very unusual, isn't it? Well, very and, unusual. and when I talk to people about this, they say, well, there were no account managers, no relationship managers from sales. No, there were engineers, there were lawyers, there were financiers. There are credit specialists, there are accountants, and yet they're all very effectively managing relationships. So I think things are changing. In fact, uh, a number of people would describe the role of the relationship manager as the customer general manager, managing a horizontal business, treating the customer as a business unit. So just as there are many different ways of managing a business, there are many different ways of managing a relationship. It, it's multifaceted. Right, okay, I, I understand it's complex. However, I'm not going to let you get away with that. You're going to need to illustrate some of these facets for me if I'm to really do understand the, uh, the challenge and the effective personality required. Okay, well, more and more as we're working with relationship managers in this sector, before they come and work with us, we ask them to complete a test, a style test, to help them understand where they're coming from, what their strengths are as, uh, as relationship managers. And there are a number of labels that you can attach there. No relationship manager will be successful working from any one of these, but it's perfectly possible to be successful in a variety of different ways. So you could see somebody who is highly successful as a relationship manager because of their business sense, their commerciality. They can build a business case they can see business opportunities. They think business. We describe that, if you like, as business savvy. Just yeah. somebody's got a good business brain and the customer values them because they think well as a business person. But equally, you could have a really successful customer manager or relationship manager whose strength, whose added value is that they know the customer better than the customer knows themselves. There was a, a guy who used to visit and uh, work closely with one of the insurance companies. When I'd sit in in a meeting with this chap, he'd used, he used to say things like, well, are you aware about so-and-so's just moved into this role or so-and-so's moved into that role? And the customers themselves would say, well, you seem to know our business better than we know it ourselves. And he was able to navigate his customers through their own business. So I think that's another strength that you can bring as a relationship manager. 
What are some of the other strengths there, Richard? Both of those require industry understanding or general business understanding or specific customer understanding. But there must be other ways of achieving success in account management. Yeah, well, some people still are successful in relationship management because they're just nice people. They're warm people that people want to spend time with. And we shouldn't discount that. It's not the only way of doing it. But if somebody's got a great personality, let's not lose sight of of that amongst all the the science of relationship management. Yeah, there does have to be some human to the relationship, not just the kind of business side of it. Yeah, and we mustn't lose sight of that. But just to say, oh, they're outgoing, they're gregarious, they're fun, it's not going to be enough. There's another completely different way of being a really successful relationship manager, and that's as being a, a real technical wizard, that you add value to the relationship because you really, really deeply understand your subject. Some of these engineers working for the train leasing company, the value they brought was that they were almost better operationally than sure. some of the operations managers that they were working with. So if you like, that's the other side of the coin from the, uh, the people side and the, the people person. Uh, but there are other ways of, of being successful as well. Okay, what would they be then, Richard? Again, back to the people bit. Uh, Some of it's about being a team player, about being able to build a really good team around you that brings the very, very best of the company into the customer. It's a strong way of working. I think there are other people who add value simply by being well-connected. I had a, a client ring me up, in fact, just last week, and somebody had dropped out from having to speak at one of the big seminars. And I was able, with a couple of phone calls, to put them in touch with a risk expert who was particularly focused on the subject that was wanted. He spoke, it went down very well, the relationship's been enhanced. It only took me two phone calls to do that. Yes. But I'm seen as being well-connected, I've added value to the relationship. I suppose the last way that you can add value is by being a really good solution former, a good problem solver. So your reputation is not just knowing the technical bit, it's not just about knowing the customer or having a good sense of business and what will work, but being able to look at a problem, identify and analyze that problem, and then come up with a coherent, compelling solution. So when you look at it in all the different facets of relationship management, we, we often graph this and, and create a chart to show somebody where their strengths and their preferences lie. I understand, yes. And you can have three relationship managers, all of whom are highly successful, with a totally different looking chart of strengths and preferences. The challenge, I believe, is back to this point of relevance. And that's really what matters. Okay, I was going to bring you back to relevance because... We're talking here in isolation about the style or persona of the relationship manager. However, surely the kind of the people involved on the customer side, there needs to be a fit, there needs to be an engagement with people on that side. So how do we create the link between the two? What's gonna what's gonna happen there? Well, the way it was expressed to me by a a Scandinavian uh, head of a professional service firm was a way which I found really helpful. He said, every senior manager has what he described as a relevant set. If they're coming up to a merger, who's the person that they think automatically 
of to guide them through that merger or advise them. If they had an employment law issue, there'll be somebody from their experience that they naturally make contact with first. And I think the challenge for relationship managers is to be part of the relevant set of their contacts in the company. Yes, I can see that would be uh, would be an important challenge. So how does the relationship manager do that practically? I think it's about being interested, sure. really interested in the customer, which means that I'm going to choose to spend time visiting their website, reading their documentation, picking up on an analyst report, getting that Google alert or whatever the feed is that I use and keeping up to date with what's going on in their business, in their industry, investing time in them so that they know I'm interested in them. That's going to allow me to bring ideas to them, not just wait for them to come to me with a problem, but I'm consistently bringing ideas. They won't accept everything. I don't know that uh, they're going to want everything that I bring to them, but it's my job to bring them ideas. Have you thought about this? I was thinking about you over the weekend. It occurred to me that there's something that you ought to be considering. So I'm adding value by being interested. I'm adding value by bringing ideas to them. I'm adding value by continually coming to them and looking at their business and aligning their issues with the core competencies of my business and bringing the two together in a way that's highly relevant to my company, highly relevant to the team of relationship people around me, but most importantly, highly relevant to the customer. listening to this podcast from McCleary International. If you'd like to discuss any of these issues with Richard or Andrew, please call me, Claire Newton, on plus four four one nine three two eight four four eight five five.